Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Keller, and alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena, we discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Or as we like to call it, the boat. But before anyone can step foot on the boat, we put them into a Sweet 16-style bracket, and we argue each round until we decide a winner. And Nick, what kind of criteria do we use when we decide who gets to step onto the boat? Whatever the hell we want, Cody. You want to tell them what we're talking about this season? Absolutely. This season, we are going to figure out what is the best childhood toy of all time. That is correct. And so we are in group A of this. And in the one seed slot, we have Rubik's Cube going up against the 16 seed G.I. Joes and Barbies. And then we also have the eight seed Playstations, not the Sony PlayStation, like mock kitchenettes, things like that. Uh, those homes, all that. And then we are going up against the nine seed Transformers. So, Cody, how are you feeling about this seeding? One, the one seed for Rubik's Cube, kind of high. Woo, we must have had some smart bracketologists up in here. Those kids that make you feel bad about not being able to do the Rubik's Cube. Okay, have you ever done the Rubik's Cube, Nick? Nick, no, have I talk. completed one? No, because here's why. And I stand by this firmly because everything you just said was wrong. And when you said it, it's the smart kids who made you feel dumb for it, here's, and actually, I don't want to. The Rubik's Cube, if you haven't seen it, is, uh, any videos on this, is incredibly solvable. It's a pattern. Yeah. It's like one left, one right. One left, one down. One le- like, it's just once you have the hand motion, it's the same pattern over and over. Like once you, if you can look at the cube, uh, like, that's why people, when you see like speed people do it, that's because they can look at the face and know like, okay, if, that, if this color is in this corner, these are the, these are the moves I'm going to need to take to get there. And so it becomes like, don't get me wrong. It's not that it's not impressive when someone does it fast, but the illusion was destroyed for me when uh, I had a buddy in high school who could solve them very quickly. Like it was very impressive. I think he even got to like behind the back status. Shit. But he was, but I will say like from day one, he was pretty open about like, dude, it's just a bad. Like, like, I mean, if you didn't know him, he would do it for you and be like, I'm very, very smart, man. I'm very, very smart. I'm very brilliant. <laughs> But then for those of us who in the know, he was like, oh yeah, dude, it's just a pattern. Like I just, he, you know, he was just that first wave of like, that was kids. You don't know this, but YouTube back in the day was mostly music videos and Rubik's cube puzzle solving. Like that's pretty much what YouTube was. Cat videos. Yep. And then cat videos. And cat videos. Yeah. That's all it was. So, I mean, he was just early on that YouTube tip and just caught that web. And he was like, oh yeah, I'll do Rubik's cubes. And like went down that road and he got pretty good. Like I said, but it's, it just the mystery's gone for me. Like, and so from that moment on, I haven't picked up a Rubik's Cube since then. I, I fucked with one for about like four hours once. And I, not, no, I never looked up anything, never had the book, never looked into how to solve it, messed around with it. And then I was like, okay, I'm done with this fate. This is phase of my life is over now. Yeah. But G.I. I never had a Barbie. Okay. Not right. that kids. Not that the boys shouldn't have Barbies. I just didn't have one. But G.I. Joe's, I used to do some weird shit. Okay. This isn't like murder stuff. I would take my G.I. Joe's and put them in like a glass, like a 16 ounce glass of water, right? Fill the glass. So the G.I. Joe's in there. Then I would okay. freeze it. Follow me here. And it wasn't to kill them. It wasn't, this is not like a murder or psychopath. Well, because they would be what? They, like if they're in a 16-ounce glass and it's a G.I. Joe. Because we're talking, the reason why we have G.I. Joe's and Barbie together is because these are going to be your like larger dolls that you're like more yeah. pliable, playable dolls. So like if it's in a 16-ounce glass, he's probably up to like what, his chest? His head sticking out basically, yeah. Oh, okay. And then it would freeze that and then I would have that I take out the ice cube with the guy in it, and then I would have other G.I. Joes save him from the frozen tomb. How did they save him? By being on it? No, they would break it off with probably forks and shit. I don't know, man. I was like six years old. What kind of, I mean, I didn't, 
this is like some low-key sociopath stuff, Cody. No, like, no, what no. Is... That's, the reason it's not sociopath stuff is because I wasn't killing him. <laughs> you were just setting him. him up into situations for his friends to save him? Yeah. I... You you need to talk to someone about that. You need <laughs> I just just to get like I mean I, you feel it feels like you feel pretty confident that that was fine and normal and maybe it was but I would like to get a doctor to okay that like a therapist just to give you the thumbs up and be like yeah no 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 that didn't that that is no implications on anything also from here on out by the way not getting in a hot tub with you <laughs> not a chance that you're gonna play real life GI Joe with me and then all of a sudden I'm in the hot tub and you're like freeze <laughs> like I said for me. I'm I'm so over the Rubik's cube that I'm I'm really I'm ready to right now lock in GI Joes and Barbies into the next round because I, I, I have no I, I have no respect for the Rubik's cube I have no the only thing I have respect for is whoever can juggle three and solve all three. That's, I was just saying, there's people out there juggling these things and solving them. No one's juggling GI Joes and solving GI Joes. I mean, yeah, but also why? <laughs> like, why would you mean to? I think the Rubik's cube thing, like. It, but once again, too, they're just solving the thing they already know how to do. There's a, I mean, that's just any puzzle. I don't get excited about speed jigsaw puzzling. I don't get excited about speed cup stacking. Like any of these things that are like, oh, once you know how it works, the function of it, you can do it faster. It's just, it does nothing for me. If it does something for you, you can try to convince me. But I'm pretty safe in my G.I. Joe Barbie I think there's, I think there's, I mean, I would like to there. convince you, but I can't even convince myself. I had so much more fun with my GI Joes, saving yeah. them from the frozen tomb, saving them from the dreaded swamp, yeah. saving them from the leaf monster. There's so many things you can do with a GI Joe. Yeah. I mean, I think like, and the biggest thing too, GI Joes and Barbies, as far as we're talking about toys here, we're talking about, I think the best toys are toys that allow you to really use your imagination. The Rubik's cube, all it does is, is, is out to make you look dumb and make you feel bad and and then when you realize that it that it's a it's a fraud it's it, it's plays as this very smart hoity toity toy that's like look at me with my monocle and i'm so much better than you and i'm in mensa and then you come to find out that you're just like it's a sham it, the emperor has no clothes like right <laughs> that's the phrase Fuck. I, I yeah we're gonna leave no it in clothes. um yeah i it is a first seed, though. Is that gonna, does that mean anything to you? I mean, Cody, we started this podcast, I think this is like now nine, ten seasons ago for people. And I, and I know we said, like, I want to care about seeding. But after pets happened, I think we've kind of, at, we have to admit that we really use the seeding as a way to create matchups more That's than it. we, and because yeah. we're too lazy to do our own matchups. So I got to say, I, I have nothing. I don't. I'll use it if I need to, but I have no respect for this seating. So, yeah, all right, I'm going yeah, GI Joe. Let's lock in. Let's lock in. I'm locking in GI Joes and Barbies. And Barbies. All right. Not to sleep on Barbies. Barbies are the same, man. You could definitely save a Barbie from an ice prison. <laughs> Stop putting things in ice prisons, Cody. It's not me. It's the evil ice lord. <laughs> he needs to be stopped. So now you've disassociated yourself from the evil ice lord. Okay, you're going. Right now, immediately go to therapy. We're, we're gonna end. We're gonna hang up. I'm gonna have you get on BetterHelp.com, and you're gonna go to therapy and talk about the evil ice lord. All right. So next up, we have the eight seed Playstations going up against the nine seed Transformers. 
we're talking like little kitchenettes. We're talking little houses, little supermarket areas, those kind of places. Yep, very fun. I mean, I remember like when you're a kid, they're the fucking coolest, right? I mean, they have like, you get the, like you said, the supermarket one or the fast food one where you get a register and like, oh, mom, come and buy. Like you, you make your parents like go buy food and then you tell them like how expensive it is. And like that banana's $1 billion. And they're like, and your parents are like, you're not going to be an economist. This is, gosh, this is yeah. out of control. This is I've been waiting. The inflation 20... in your in your mind is outrageous right now. This is I've been waiting good. 20 minutes for my lunch. What the fuck kind of operation are you running here, kid? Yeah. Here's my thing though, and I, and maybe this is just because I'm a little older now, uh, and I have a, a I have a certain skewed perspective on life. But here's my problem with the Playstations, especially, and I want to specifically call out the fast food one. Because I want to say like a McDonald's made like their own like little PlayStation, right? This capitalist system that trains you from the age of four on how to work within its system and create and be a pawn in the fucking game. Are you joking me right now? Like we wonder why we have such a problem. And it's because all we taught our children is that they need to be homeowners that like the supermarket is the only place where you can get your food newsflash. It's called a co-op. It's called a farmer's market benefit your community. Or that like one like that you should become a fast food worker. Not saying you shouldn't become a fast food worker, but I'm saying like we indoctrinated our children into these brands and into these beliefs that are bullshit. And that's my rant for the day, Cody. The first time you transform a transformer from car mode <laughs> to like, so you're just first- gonna let that. You're nothing. You got. You're okay. We're just gonna let Nick be on his soapbox. Let me hold on. I'm just gonna take. I'm gonna step down here and let me just. No, I mean you know that. I'm I can, just putting can, it away. Just can you? I'm sorry. Just. One second. Good. I completely agree with you, by the way, about the, cap- no, just- <laughs> the capitalism brainwashing. The world knows about that. But no, I think some- I just cra- I think I just cracked some minds open, my man. Hell yeah, scramble those eggs, baby. Now, Transformers. The first time you take it from car mode to person mode, is it, is it just, was I getting shitty Transformers or is it never going to go back to the same car it wasn't? <laughs> it never goes back to that tight car. It, I, I mean, I had, I had a fair amount of Transformers as a kid. I had cars. I had the, my favorite was the Dino Transformers. Hell yeah. Um, and I, so I, I do know what you're talking about, that there is a, there is a certain amount of playability where those joints just are not the same anymore. Mm-hmm. And they do not form back into, you end up with like half car, half T-Rex. And you're like, um... And yeah, no matter how much you try, you cannot get it to go back into its place. Yeah, it's not first time, but it's definitely, it's, it's, it happens earlier than you'd like it to happen with the toy. As far as like adults, so now I'm an adult, I think PlayStations are cooler as an, from an adult perspective, because kids playing on a PlayStation is a way adults can like play, I guess, play along if you like you're babysitting or something. Does it make sense? I guess it's, I mean, it's an, it's an easier setup, right? Like you have, you have kitchen, right? You have kitchenette. All right, let's let's play house. Make me an omelet or whatever, right? And then the kid can go and you can like do mm. all that stuff. Once again, all you're doing is teaching them that their value in life is cooking, but that's fine. I, but I mean, I, me and my dad used to play Transformers all the time. Like that was like, my dad was like super into Transformers. And also we did talk about this earlier on. We, we are going to lump in Megazords into here because similar concept. You yeah. take item, it morphs, you bent, you bend it around and then boom it attaches to something now you have new thing so it never goes back and then eventually eventually and so i i mean those are like some of my dad and i's favorite toys so i guess if i have any bias here i 
I mine is probably a little more towards Transformers just because of the fact that like those are things that I just I mean it as far as like it captivates my imagination like this idea of, like it's a car and now it's a robot and like how fucking badass also they never made any playstation movies yeah and obviously we're talking about movies the best movies transformers the entire the entire franchise where you go from shia labeouf transformers to mark walberg transformers john cena's in there somewhere he's in bumblebee yeah yeah he's in the the other side of that yeah it's all i mean it's all aces it's all aces (laughs) every single one best movies i mean actually does that hurt it does the transformer movie franchise hurt this pick as far as god i will say they look fucking cool when they did transform in the movies i'm like plot points aside it was exactly what you're like yeah that's about how i'd imagine that would look yeah they nailed the transforming aspect i'll give them that like that yep that's what i thought it looked like that's pretty fucking badass what if what if in the movie though it was very similar to the toy where like optimus prime like builds up to optimus prime and he's all big robot and they're like He's like, Autobots, roll out. And then he starts transforming back, and it's like his tire won't click in. Yeah, and there's just like an arm flail up and behind, like banging on the concrete. Leaving yeah, the and he's like, God, d- just hold on. Bumblebee, come over here. Starscan, come here. Can you just pop it? No, you just got it. You got No, you're, that's okay. If you're feeling tension, it's not the right way. Try <laughs> twisting. Gotta... No, no, Pivot. you can't twist it. Pivot. Pivot. Fuck. Try up. Pivot. No. God. All right, let's just go. It's. I think I can be fine if the arm's out. I think... I'll just, you know, I'll try to keep it tight in. Autobots, follow the spark trail. (laughs) I'm going to lock in Transformers too. Let's do it. You are going to lock in Transformers. Actually, I was going to, after all that said and done, um, I I do think, uh, I'm actually going to have to go PlayStations. I know I have a very, I think it's uh, wrong from the standpoint if you want to see it that way, which I know there are some people have already like rolled their eyes at that stance of like, Nick, it's not all about the government indoctrination of capitalism into your day-to-day life. And it is, but I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, some I things can just be fun from. kids' toys. So while I love a Transformer, I do think, too, part of the thing that I care about when I think about toys is that ultimate playability factor and just where your imagination gets to go, right? I mean, the thing with a Transformer is the, the it's already built in, right? I mean, you can change the narrative here, but you have your, you have your Decepticons, you have your Autobots, and they're always they are at war with each other. So until you add in other toys, which I think that's you know, if I'm playing with just this toy, there's only so many storylines I can tell, right? Once I add in, you know, my action figures, and now you have the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles teaming up with the Transformers. Well, now we got a different game. But I have to <laughs> now it's un- brand new. Now it's a whole new fun thing. And maybe the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are the Decepticons, or they Do work we have with ju- Decepticons because okay. they your got world, to in your world. I know we'll get to. Th- is it giant turtles or little transformers? Wait, one more time. Are the same size. What? They're, oh, I'm saying, I'm saying like the because there's transformers that are the size of action figures. That's what I'm saying. When you oh, fight each other, you right, have giant turtles. Scale. Oh my god! I wow, you're really breaking this open. You're breaking this wide open, aren't you, here, Cody? Yeah, dude, it's important shit. I get. I mean, I guess in my head, if I was a kid, I'd have to still imagine them that they are, even though in my hands they are the same size. That in the imagination they are different sizes. Not me, dude. I'm going with small Transformers because I need to hang with those turtles. And I do not want to hang with a big old turtle. I mean, when you do think about the fact that a Transformer... They're already big turtles. Yeah. yeah. I think if you think about it, though, I mean, it is wild to me that, like, a a, a Ford Focus becomes a 10-foot-tall robot. I'm like, this is a small car, guys. 
how are you getting 10 foot tall robot out of this out of this little yeah and they still they're still so roomy in, on the inside yeah i mean i understand you know semi truck becomes optimus prime but you how have other ones he turn into a beetle and still have seating for four right so i i think for me uh I'm I'm fine if you wanna if you wanna lock in Transformers. I think I'm gonna lock in PlayStations here. All right, let's do it. Wait, flipping? Yeah, we're, we're flipping, dude. We're going to the only way. Oh, we you can just solve well, it. you were so ca- usually we around this moment when we both disagree. It's like, well, there's only one thing we can do, yeah. and you really it's y'all toys. Cody is like just posted back in his chair. <laughs> he's just he's just hanging out. He this is this is one of those times where like. Whoever wins, we're kind of fine with. It's like, okay, that's cool. Like, we'll talk about whatever yeah, it comes toys, up. It's man. But Cody, the, the casualness that you have now brought into, <laughs> this is what the people listen for, Cody. They want to hear the argument. They want to hear the tension. And your laissez-faire attitude about like, yeah, man, I get, like, I literally said, all right, I'm going to lock in Transformers. You're like, okay, let's do it. Are you locking, or, or I was locking in PlayStations. Like, oh, Yeah, I got Cody. Transformers. Flip the fucking coin. All right, I'm getting to it. <laughs> We are going to break this tie the only way we knew how here on Friendly Competition. We are going to go to the American Voting Coin of 2004 as brought to you by random.org. One side has George Bush. The other side has John Kerry. Low seed gets to call it in the air. That's me with 9C Transformers. Ah, man, I don't George know. Bush uh, George Bush The up. first movie came out during Bush's presidency, right? Let's go with that. I don't know if that's actually true. No, I was in high school. All right, you got it. George Bush up. Hell yeah. Transformers going up against G.I. Joe's and Barbies in the Elite Eight. All right. So, I I mean, we didn't really talk too much about G.I. Joe's Barbies because I just basically, I mainly just hate the Rubik's Cube so much that I, I, I let hate power that keep it down more than advanced Barbies and uh, G.I. Joe's. But, like, I do, I mean, talk about just, like, fun memories, right? Of, like, you know, imagination and having all of these things, like you said, where, you know, depending on what villains you want to, you want to invent for them. Or, I mean, we, I mean, my sister, my little sister, she was two years younger than me. So she had Barbies. I had GI Joes. The amount of times that GI Joes invaded the dream house. I don't know why they did that. Cause in America, that's, that's the third amendment right there. You can't just quarter. You can't, you don't have to quarter soldiers if you don't want them, if you <laughs> don't want them in there. Definitely not. That's, that's against, that's against the constitution. Can't have GI Joes rolling up in unmarked cars and arresting innocent civilians. That's not yeah. something that would ever happen in the United States. Not ever. But yeah. So, I mean, as far as, I mean, there was just so much, fun. I do remember my first ever GI Joe memory though. So I remember it's Christmas and I really wanted GI Joe. Cause my, uh, my brother, Adam was like, you got to get a GI Joe so we can play together. Right. We were, we were younger. And um, my mom got me a GI Joe, but she just wasn't aware of like what GI Joe to get. So she got me like the Lance Armstrong commemorative edition GI Joe. So it's him in like his space suit, no guns. It had like a wrench that he could use the American flag to put in the ground. And now I look back on that though. Cause I took that son of a bitch out the box right away to play with it. And it's because like I super get to have, valuable. Yeah. And now I'm like, fuck. How much money did I miss out on? Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you meant to say Neil Armstrong, right? For all those listeners at home, you didn't get God. the Lance Armstrong commemorative bicycle. <laughs> no, it was definitely it came with a Livestrong bracelet. No, for sure, <laughs> this was before we knew who Lance Armstrong really was. People, I did. Yes, I meant Neil uh, Armstrong. God, how, let's talk about Lance Armstrong for a second. Okay, the dude managed to like replace his blood on the regular, and no one noticed. 
dude, that's badass. That's badass, right? I mean, and I'm just I saying, don't cheating. If, but if you're gonna yeah. cheat, go hard in the paint. And that, and he did. That's he did. I mean, I think the thing that's wild about that whole story is the fact that like everyone was doing it. Like like competitive bicycling is just the most nefarious. Cheaters get ahead the fastest. Like there is no yeah. way to win if you're a natural athlete. It's like no, it's no, no. Not the way you would have thought it out either. Can you? Yeah, no. You would be like football basketball like the the big guy sports but no just these these i mean they're hyper endurance athletes i mean they're they're covering like dozens of miles a day so of course yeah you're like dude my body's breaking down what can you do i can replace your blood you got this idea i'm gonna put you on an iron lung and i'm gonna replace your blood with this other guy's blood don't worry he's on a lot of steroids we're gonna pump that through then we'll take your old blood and put it back yeah and you're and like to me the idea itself isn't crazy. It's the acceptance of like, yeah, let's try that one. And then you're going to take this fake dick. And when you go to take a piss test, this has all the pee inside of it. So you're going to take this fake dick out. And you're like, this feels like a lot of steps. What if I just trained harder? Nah, you're an idiot. No. Why would you yeah. ever? You can't. Tra- it doesn't matter how hard you train. They got the robot blood. Oh, yeah. yeah. Robot oh, blood. Man. Can't compete. Man, talk about the worst transformer, though. Bike transformer. God. Like just, just like, and I'm talking like not a motorcycle, just like a 10-speed. Or like it's a just, canoe? How shitty would that be? Just this lanky, yeah, canoe. Just like when it transforms, it just turns more into like a cube. You're like, oh, that's interesting. What do we, <laughs> what do we do? What do you do? Um, I mean, I'm actually better used as like my actual, uh, my actual automobile side or my motor transportation side. Um, I'm not really like the gr- the greatest transformer. We're not all good. We're not all great robots, man. It's not. That's not fair to judge everyone based on the fact that you see Optimus Prime. I don't judge all you people by LeBron James, because if I did, all you would look really shitty too. Maybe you. <laughs> that's, that's an excellent point. <laughs> Maybe you yourself are the trans are the canoe transformer. Did you ever think about that? Did you take a moment in your life to think maybe you are the tra- the canoe transformer? That you're nothing that special, but maybe just at the end of the day, you you're good at one thing. <laughs> what the hell is that voice, man? <laughs> when did you learn that? Okay, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> oh man, I you know uh, th- I mean, like I said, I do love a transformer. I'm a big fan, but I just once again, I think I think for me a big sticking point throughout probably a lot of this is going to be to me the thing with toys is like how much imagination is driven from that toy and what do you gain and get from that i just gi joe's to me and barbies i think for once again too who gives a shit what you play with i don't care if you're a boy girl if you're a person and you like either one of these and play with them fucking go nuts yeah but i just and also too i mean we haven't even gotten into if we're talking about barbies and gi joe's like all of the various vehicles yeah, you get, you get all vehicles, of the places. I'm going to lock in G.I. Joe's and Barbies because, like, not everyone's into Transformers. I get that. I wasn't, like, huge. In, the movies are just hot garbage, so I understand How that. dare you? How dare well, you? Remember Beast Wars? Whatever happened to Beast Wars? Yeah, it's dumb that they – it feels like a missed moment that they didn't take on – I mean, I know that they eventually did the – like, some of the – a few of the dinosaur ones in the in the film franchise, but, like, just – just do a, an offshoot Beast Wars one. That's what we really want. That doesn't make any sense either. Like, I, have, I stopped watching the movie, so correct me if I'm wrong. But, like, you got all these things. Like, oh, yeah, we turn into cars and planes and shit, vehicles. It's like, okay, I understand that. And then, like, three movies later, it's like, I'm a T-Rex. Dog, you ain't never seen a T-Rex. Like, how'd you come here? I don't know. Maybe it was – I think it's one of those things, too, because they kind of show that, like, ba- like if the Allspark gets into something, that's how it becomes a thing. So maybe it was just, like, a, someone, let the, uh, someone let the Allspark loose in the museum. 
I don't know. I didn't watch that one either. I got to be – so anyone who knows how it happened, we're very sorry. For me, G.I. Joe's is just – Yeah, we got to lock in G.I. Joe's and Barbies. And Barbies. Barbies, man, she, we haven't got to her. I think she's going to carry this through the Final Four. Because, like, I actually think – Iconic. We – so maybe we should take a moment, Cody, and if we want to reevaluate everything we've said, because I think Barbies have caused a major issue with how self-esteem, and especially young in young women – and set them up for unnatural expectations. We can also talk about racism with Barbies and like this whitewashing of like that. So do you want to reconsider and put Transformers in? Otherwise, I mean, we can talk about that on the next episode in the final four. And as always, I mean, just as a reminder, so with these 16, the the 16 that we just got through, we always come in with the knowledge that we have. And then the final four, we will do our research here, uh, which may mean, I might go buy myself a G.I. Joe and play around a little bit, give myself a Barbie or something. I don't know, man. I, I mean, you can – I'm old enough now, thankfully, that if I go into the toy aisle, people just assume it's for my kid. Like, I'm not in that weird age group. Like, why are you – you're too young to have a child, but you're too old to be in here. Why are you hanging out in here? Like, I'm now old enough that I can go in and just be like, ah, it's for this. I don't, I don't know if I have it in me to stop the Ice Lord again. <laughs> I did it once. Okay? Yeah, actually, this makes me nervous that if you let if you let the Ice Lord back out, we may not be able to put him back in. Into whatever frozen tomb he's That he's, he's currently been inside your brain in. Fuck. Yep. This is the episode where Co- – this is finally – we finally did it, people. We finally broke Cody and made him the villain he always said he was going to be. Welcome from the competition. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, that's it then. G.I. Joe's Barbie is going into the Final Four. We did it. We did the whole thing. Yeah. Shit. The episode's over. Just uh, goodbye. <laughs> See on the boat. just kidding thank you all so much for listening to friendly competition we greatly appreciate you and your support if you're looking for other ways that you can help us out a few big ones are going to be tell a friend number one thing that you can do is just tell a friend share an episode with them get them into it shout outs to my mom who apparently her one of her co-workers was like oh i love podcasts and she was like you should listen to my sons and then she like freaked out because what like she wasn't really paying attention and all of a sudden she heard my voice from within the building and she was like <laughs> what the fuck so shout outs to my mom for that so share it with a friend uh hit that follow hit that subscribe if you're on itunes or spotify so that way these pop up right into your feed that helps us out as well and then lastly if you are going to be on if you are listening to this on itunes give us those five stars it truly is so helpful it makes us in, uh, a lot more searchable so that way when people type in friendly they see us in there now. So we greatly appreciate you doing that as well. While you're on the internet, feel free to follow us on all of our social media accounts. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook. Just look up at Friendly Comp Pod. Also, if you have an idea for a whole 16-team bracket that you'd like to see done as a season, email those to us at friendlycompetitionpodcast at gmail.com. If it's good, we will do it as a season. We'll give you a shout out every episode. Shout out to Charizard for that intro and outro music that you're listening to. If you want to hear more, head on over to Bandcamp, type in Charizard, and replace the vowels with sixes. And that is it for this episode. Group B going to drop on Wednesday. But until then, I'm Nick Keller. And I'm Cody Lena. See you on the boat. <laughs>